wonder crooked Joe Biden and the far-left lunatics are desperate to stop us by any means necessary. They are willing to violate the U.S. constitutions at levels never seen before in order to win this election. Joe Biden is a threat to democracy. It's a threat. Threat. Joe Biden is a threat to democracy. Oh, yeah? Call me a threat to democracy? You're a threat to democracy. Joe Biden obviously is a threat to democracy, of course, as the benefit of being true. You know. Hey, it's kind of a Christmas uh, Christmas theme music. Little jingle bells. Oh, what fun. Dashing through the snow. We're not getting any snow. It's global warming this year. There's not a lot of snow. They're getting snow in the in the mountains. I saw in the news last night that they're getting snow in like in Colorado in the mountains where people ski and things. And the news media is hysterical when it snows in December in the Rocky Mountains now because snow is political. They've made snow political. They've made a lack of snow political as well. They've made the cold political, and they've made the warm political. It's an ambitious program, long-term, long-term goal of controlling everything and everyone. They claim that they'll be able to control the climate and the weather. They won't. Everything they set out to do turns out to produce the opposite of the intended results, right? Right? The left. Now, I was just talking to Robert, and uh, I apologize while well, we're calling from Waldorf, uh, talking about impeaching Joe Biden. And Robert was suggesting that, uh, and, I, and I don't disagree with you, Robert. I, I think that uh, it is a discussion worth having. First of all, the Lizard King, Chuck Schumer, is the Democrat reptile in charge of the United States Senate with a Democrat majority. So if the House of Representatives were to put, with the impeachment inquiry now, uh, well, uh, officially approved by the House of Representatives, if not underway, although you could argue it's underway as well and has been for some time, the inquiry, the inquiry finds grounds to impeach President Joe Biden and the House of Representatives does, in fact, vote to impeach Joe Biden. It would then go to the Senate for a trial where the Lizard King would corrupt the whole thing. He might run over to the Supreme Court and threaten the lives of the, of the justices, which the Lizard King has done before. But surely the, uh, the Lizard King, Chuck Schumer, would not allow a conviction of Joe Biden in the United States Senate. And Robert was suggesting arguably, if not clearly correctly, that in the end it would benefit the Democrats. You go to impeach and a President Trump's poll numbers went up when the Democrats falsely and wrongly impeached him in the House of Representatives twice, once for that phone call to Ukraine to ask about the Biden family corruption. Now we learn, we have learned since, that uh, Ukraine, the Burisma gas company, the CEO said he funneled $5 million to Joe Biden, $5 million to Hunter Biden, plus almost a million dollars a year to Hunter Biden for pretending to be on the board of directors of Burisma. 
And Hunter Biden's friend, Devin Archer, also nearly $1 million a year for sitting on the board of a gas company. They had no background in energy, natural gas, petroleum, shipping, don't speak the language, had never been to Ukraine. And all that's fine with the Washington Post, the New York Times, just extraordinary stuff. And they impeached President Trump for that because they're a disgrace to Western civilization. They're the left. They're not liberals at all. But uh, Robert's saying, you know, listen, you, you impeach Joe Biden, and it might actually turn out to be a win for the Democrats. And, and Robert uh, said, you know, what is it, uh, you know, Napoleon or Sun Tzu or both, uh, when your enemy is destroying himself, do not interfere. And right now the Democrats are imploding. Their poll numbers have cratered. Joe Biden is polling one percentage point lower than Kamala Harris. They're both in the 30s. They're both an embarrassment to American politics and to Western civilization more broadly. And Robert suggested, you know, don't uh, be stepping on your own foot, Republican Party, by impeaching Biden when you've got him right where you want him. And Robert suggested following the Rush Limbaugh um, model of Operation Chaos. And uh, the truth is the Democrats are creating so much chaos right now, and the American people are seeing the chaos. And it continues to spiral downward. You know, funny how we say spiral downward like you could spiral upward. Uh, you could in certain kinds of airplanes. But, you know, a downward spiral, well, of course it's a downward. What is it, a side, sideways spiral? Of course it's a downward spiral. But that's what we say anyway. That's the turn of phrase. And Operation Chaos might hold that you, uh, you know, you you help the Democrats to fail. They're already helping themselves to fail. The problem is that the country is going down with them. And the open borders thing is an absolute calamity. The Lieutenant Governor, Dan Patrick of the great state and the Republic of Texas, said the other day, that uh, and the governor, Greg Abbott, signed into law uh, legislation that allows law enforcement in the state of Texas to arrest and deport illegal aliens from Texas, which is great. The Democrats and the ACLU, but I repeat myself, are suing him. Lopez Obrador, the radical left-wing extremist president of Mexico, is also attacking Governor Greg Abbott and threatening to sue the state of Texas. Bring it on. We live in crazy times, but the Democrats are imploding. Uh, it is it is tragic, however, that as they implode, our country is imploding. That's not good. That's not helpful. And um, Joe Biden made a phone call. Very excited the White House was to announce that he made a phone call to the radical left-wing extremist Mexican president who's against us, Lopez Obrador, but he didn't make a phone call to Texas Governor Greg Abbott because Joe Biden is not on our side. The Democrats are not on our side. The Democrats are destroying everything. And again, this Cloward and Piven strategy, which I was talking about a little while ago, and uh, which has these, these you know, it's the, the model created by a couple of left-wing, radical left-wing, extreme left-wing, Columbia University professors, who had an eye on overloading the welfare system 
in the United States of America by getting everybody out to sign up for welfare, telling everybody they're entitled to welfare, and collapsing the welfare system. Well, look at what's going on on our border now. Barack Obama threatened or promised the fundamental transformation of America. Well, look at what's going on on our border now. The Democrat Party is actively and very effectively doing everything they can to render the United States of America unrecognizable from its former self. And I say former self, I'm talking about just a few years ago, 10 years ago at most before Barack Obama, mentored by the communist Frank Marshall Davis, who is bringing all of this this chaos. Now, the Cloward and Piven strategy again, wanted to overload the welfare system and the, the public dole, which is happening now with our open borders. And it would produce bureaucratic disruption in welfare agencies and fiscal disruption in local and state governments, the Cloward and Piven strategy, would deepen existing divisions among elements in the big city Democratic coalition, the remaining white middle class remaining, see, they're anti-white racists, the working class ethnic groups creating racial discord, and the growing minority poor, uh, to the extent that they're becoming more poor, that's because of Democrat policies. Mm-mm-mm. And to further to avoid further weakening the historic Democrat left-wing coalition, the National Democratic Administration would be constrained to advance a federal solution to poverty. You don't allow them to fix poverty with a healthy economy. You prevent that. That would override local welfare failures. They want these failures. This is the Cloward and Piven strategy, hatched by social welfare leftist professors at Columbia University in the 1960s. And uh, Francis Fox Piven is still out there stirring up trouble. Uh, at least she was during Occupy Wall Street and so on. Create local class and racial conflicts and local revenue dilemmas. This is what the radical left-wingers, the professors from Columbia, Cloward and Piven, had plotted against the United States of America from Columbia University. The weight of the poor trying to break the back of the United States of America uh, by overloading the welfare system, collapsing the economy, creating enough national debt to make our economy unsustainable as a way of crushing capitalism worldwide. And what we see the Barack Obama generation of Democrats doing right now, well, this is pretty much it. It's part of what the left is doing to the United States of America, for sure. Just extraordinary. Bureaucratic disruption in welfare agencies, fiscal disruption, local and state governments, deepen existing divisions among elements. Of course, racial class, the race class thing is Marxism, absolutely Marxism. And we're seeing it being rolled out here in the United States of America. Joe Biden is a sock puppet. He's too dumb to know what he had for breakfast this morning, but but never mind that. 
Yes, sir. They want to ease the plight of the poor in the short term and make them slaves in the long term through their participation in the welfare system, shoring up support for the National Democratic Party by expanding welfare and their then splintered pluralistic interests. They don't want that. Uh, this is, this is uh, we're watching it happening in real time. If we had a news media, I wonder what they would do. Just extraordinary stuff. You're a Democrat party. And again, Barack Obama, the fundamental transformation of America. He warned us years ago that we all had better learn Spanish because they've got plans for the United States of America. Uh, and with that, let's go to uh, let's go to some of today's audio. Also, I should mention the Democrats. Uh, you know, I, I talk about it all the time. More Democrats, more murdered. More Democrats, more carjacking. More Democrats, more looting. Well, interesting stats out just in the last couple of days. Crime study shows that teens, teenage people, three times more likely to be killed, that is to say murdered now, than a decade ago. That was during the Obama administration. And teenagers, youths, under the age of 18, 17 years and under, three times as likely to be murdered today than they were a decade ago. Just amazing. And uh, what are the Democrats doing about that? Well, they're, they're fueling the fire. They say they want to ban guns. That's basically what they say. And uh, Newsweek fake magazine, America's police can't solve murders anymore, is the headline. The police success rate in solving murder cases in the U.S. has declined sharply in the past 50 years. Now, this one is kind of amazing, too, because they've got, they've got um, the teen homicide rates in here as well. And the numbers between 1960 and today are absolutely tragic. But they report black men were eight times more likely than white males to be murdered in 2020, 2021. Black women were four times more likely to be murdered than white women. An analysis, Independent Council on Criminal Justice shows that homicide clearance rates or solving rates was 83.7% in 1964. And it dropped to 50% from 83% in 1964, closing homicide cases down to 50% now, so half of the murderers get away with it. Well, do you hear the teenage numbers between then and now? Absolutely nuts. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. And so Democrats, you know how they are. 
the statistics out yesterday, teenagers, and I apologize, they count people up to 19, which is technically teenagers. It said youths, which is below 18. But they use the words they don't know what they mean at Newsweek magazine. Teenagers aged 15 to 19 were three times more likely to die by homicide in 2020 and 2021 than in 1960. See how much better things are getting? In 1960, 3.9% of homicides were people 15 to 18 years of age. And in 2021, the number of people, the number of homicides, 12.8% of homicides were people between the ages of 15 and 19 because the Democrats are making everything better. See, they love crime. Gosh, they love crime. In fact, I looked at the D.C. crime statistics today because I saw Fox News had a number. They said there had been 265 murders, homicides in Washington, D.C. We are 61 square miles, about 650,000 people. Uh, We've had more than 900 carjackings, more than 930 carjackings in 61 square miles this year. This year, the homicides, and see, Fox News had a graphic and it said 265 homicides. I went to the D.C. Metropolitan Police website, and it's 267 homicides. There have been two more since Fox News made their graphic. That's D.C. Last year, for the whole year, there were 197 homicides. This year, so far, 267. That's an increase of 36%. Now let's go to the NBC News story here where they're telling us, American people think crime is up. They're wrong. That's the NBC News headline. They're wrong. And then they cite FBI statistics. The FBI should be converted to condos. Really should be. Just extraordinary stuff. But at least more teenagers are being killed. And the statistics for African Americans are off the charts. Completely crazy. Robberies in Washington, D.C. up 69% year to year. 3,411 robberies compared to 2,020 robberies last year. Amazing. <clears throat> Violent crimes, 500, excuse me, 5,213, up 39%. If you don't live in D.C., don't come in. Motor vehicle thefts, up 86%. 6,689 motor vehicle thefts. Arson is up 175% in one year, year to year. That's your Democrat Party. More Democrats, more crime. I think they invest in funeral homes, caskets, and ammunition manufacturers. This is The Chris Plant Show. All right, I want to get to some of the Democrat Party's corrupt uh, press conference yesterday with Cobble Kirby, as he is widely known, our very own Baghdad Bob propagandists for the radical left, which is here to destroy the country after a career in the Navy. Uh, Kabul Kirby became, uh, well, now, now he's the spokesmodel for the National Security Council, but he can't answer questions, and, and he pretends that straightforward questions that are not hypothetical are hypothetical, which is a big thing in, in Washington, D.C. Now, let me, let me do some of this audio in... Uh, in a wacky order, in different order if I could. Let's go to number seven. Uh, Fox News reporter Bill Malugin 
down at our southern border, unlike CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, The Washington Post, The New York Times, who are not down there and not covering the gigantic, earth-shaking, country-altering news because they're Democrat Party shills and not journalists and not truth-seekers. But Bill Malugin down on the border with a uh, an endless sea. It's like a Cecil B. DeMille movie down there. A sea of humanity from all over the world. And Bill Malugin encountered a group of men, military-aged men, from Africa. There is no land bridge from Africa to the United States, to the southern border. Bill Malugin encountered a man in his 20s from the, the West African nation of Guinea. Guinea, don't confuse it with Guinea-Bissau, which is next door, a different country altogether. Small country, it borders Sierra Leone and Liberia and the Ivory Coast and, and Senegal. It borders a lot of places. Amazing. And, uh, and here is the, uh, the individual whose name we did not get, but he speaks a little bit of English. He was thrilled to be in the United States. He is uh, planning on heading to Philadelphia. Somebody gave him a piece of paper with an address on it. The address, it turned out, is for a community center in Philadelphia. It's impossible to say whether this military-aged man was with any other people. He did not appear to have any family in the United States, any contacts, any connections. What are we going to do with these millions of young men? You know, if this were communist China or Soviet Russia, they would recognize that this is going to create a problem because you got millions of 20-year-old, 30-year-old men. You know what they need? Women. Where is that going to come from? This is a, I mean, we're talking about something on a, like a Chinese communist Chairman Mao relocation scale. And it is a problem. That is a very real problem that's not being talked about. But here's Bill Malugin. He found an illegal alien from Guinea inside the United States of America who just wants to go to the city of brotherly love. Where in the U.S. do you want to go to? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Why Philadelphia? Uh... I have paper. I don't uh, know the place. Let me check the place. He holds up a, a piece of paper. Okay, so just an address in Philadelphia to go to. Okay. Okay. So okay, so just an address in Philadelphia to go to. Okay, he says. Now they shot video of the uh, piece of paper that he held up. They checked the address. It is a community center in Philadelphia, and that's all he's got. He's at our southern border. Now I was explaining yesterday. We're going to have our air marshals down there, which we do. Joe Biden pulled air marshals out of the sky. Here comes uh, the Christmas season. And sent them to the border to drive illegal aliens to the airport to put them on airplanes without air marshals. To send them to Philadelphia and everywhere else by the millions and millions. What could go wrong? Right? Just, uh, Just amazing stuff. Now, at the same time, Fox News learned, because they're down there, that, uh, let's go to number four, learned that they're giving people notices to appear. 
at our southern border, the Biden administration is. They're giving people notices to appear. That means that they have to appear in court. Okay, we're going to let you in the country, but you've got to show up in court when we tell you. Now, the backlog is millions and millions of people, literally. And people are now being handed pieces of paper at our southern border that give them a date. It's an official little piece of paper from U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. And it has the logo of Immigration Customs Enforcement on the piece of paper. Confirmed appointment. Confirmed appointment. And here is they, they got a hold of one of the uh, appointment cards for one of the illegal aliens. And here it is. I'm looking at it now. Confirmed appointment. This illegal alien was given an appointment Thursday, January 23rd. Well, that's only about a month away. 2031. The year 2031. Now, we're, let's see, January, let's just say, we'll, we'll round and say January of 2024, January 23rd, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. That's seven years away, plus a little. And you think, and, and it doesn't say where they're supposed to show up because they don't know where they're going to be. They're just letting them loose in the country. This is Cloward and Piven. This is Reconquista. This is the fundamental transformation of America that Barack Obama promised. This is, or threatened, this is why Barack Obama said we all learned to need to speak Spanish. I guess these guys from Guinea are going to have to learn to speak Spanish too. Instead of worrying about whether uh, immigrants can learn English, they'll learn English. You need to make sure your child can speak Spanish. And they all cheered. All the Democrats cheered. And he promised the crowd went wild when he promised the fundamental transformation of America. Barack Obama. The crowd went crazy. Really? You voted for the fundamental transformation of America? Barack Obama is the evil puppet master behind the curtain. All right, let's go to uh, number four. Fox News reporter Hillary Vaughn at the White House briefing yesterday asked Cobble Kirby, the spokesmodel for the National Security Council, hey, uh, people are giving a, uh, being given appointments to appear for an immigration hearing seven years from now, in the next decade. What is up with that? Some illegal border crossers are being given court dates in 2031. What are they supposed to do here for seven years? Again, that's a better question put to uh, DHS. I'm not in a position to, to talk about specific cases like that. The president believes that we've got to do better at immigration, and he's willing to talk and negotiate with members of Congress about immigration policy just as well as he is about border security. What a bunch of boosh. That's a lot of bourgeois. That's why he's Cobble Kirby. It's why he's our own Baghdad Bob. What do you mean you're not in a You're the spokesman standing at the White House podium where Joe Biden's policies have created the circumstances where we're handing out court dates for 2031, and you're punting and telling me to talk to somebody at the Department of Homeland Security, which does not hold press conferences. I would not have let him off the hook. And they would never come to me for another question, of course. 
Well, I'm not in a position. No, you are. That's actually your position. Let me see your business card, stink rat. You disgraced former naval officer. That's exactly your position. You're at the White House podium speaking for the president and his National Security Council. And this is obviously a national security issue. And it's not one case I'm talking about. It's not the only person that was given a court date in 2031. This is happening on, an, again, a Cecil B. DeMille scale at our southern border. You lion Sacagawea. Hillary Vaughn uh, did uh, follow up. She tried. Someone's lived here for seven years and presumably gotten a work permit and worked here. If their asylum claim is denied, are they really going to be deported or is that just a problem for the next president? Again, I'm not going to get into hypotheticals about specific cases. It's not a hypothetical about a specific case. It's happening on a massive scale at our southern border, Sacagawea. And I have a follow-up, Sacagawea. He is a disgrace to his former naval uniform. And this administration is an absolute disgrace to Western civilization. They are anti-American. They are un-American. And as he's trying to slink away like the dishonest banana slug that he is, sorry, he's banana slug. What is it, UC Santa Cruz, that their mascot is the banana slug? And their teams are called the banana slugs? I think that's right. Pretty funny. Santa Cruz? Yeah. I remember when I first moved to Santa Barbara from Chicago, I was on the beach, Ledbetter Beach, with a bunch of friends also from Chicago, and there were men and women, young men and young women. I think I was 19 at this time. And and um, the, uh, a friend came out of the surf with a banana slug about a foot long draped over his fingers and uh, walked up, boys will be boys, and uh, a nice young lady laying face down on her towel on the beach and threw a foot-long banana slug on her back. That was my introduction to banana slugs. I was like, what in the name? What is that prehistoric thing? Uh, While well, everybody's running around and screaming, oh, that's a banana slug. And that's the mascot at UC Santa Cruz, a mollusk, a banana slug. All right, but I digress. I don't know why I thought of banana slugs when I thought of Cobble Kirby, but it seems appropriate somehow. And as Cobble Kirby was slinking away like the banana slug that he is, Hillary Vaughn said, it's not a hypothetical question. This is a classic Washington in media training. They say, well, it, you know, just call the question hypothetical and say you can't answer hypothetical. There's nothing hypothetical about it. Here's the card. Here's the person. Show up in court in 2031 in another decade. What are they supposed to do? Well, I can't talk about a single case. It's not a single case. Remember what press conferences sounded like during the Trump years with all the jackals trying to slake their thirst on the blood of Donald Trump spokespeople? And now listen to them, the, the docile little, little bootlicks. And as Cobble Kirby went to uh, slink away like the mollusk that he is, uh, Hillary Vaughn tried to say, you know, it's not a hypothetical question, and he just ran away. He has said in recent days he's willing to have a serious discussion with members of Congress about BS. immigration policy. So let's see where that goes. But he's taken the issue very, BS. very seriously. BS. Thanks, Thanks, everybody. Hypothetical question. People are being given court dates in 2031. Yeah, it's not Thanks, a hypothetical. Not a hypothetical. Thanks, Admiral. And here comes cringe. Raggedy Ann shows up behind uh, Cobble Kirby. 
This is a third world government. We are living in so many ways in a third world country. It's amazing how quickly the left was able to transform our wonderful, beautiful country. And the fundamental transformation is being fast-tracked now with that sock puppet in the White House whose staffer's cars can be found parked in the massive driveway at Barack Obama's $8 million, probably $10 million now, estate house off of Embassy Row in the shadow of the main mosque in Washington, D.C., mentored by a communist, was Barack Obama. See Frank Marshall Davis. Uh, let's go to soundbite number one. Cringe then showed up at the podium as the banana slug, Cobble Kirby, slinked away like the mollusk that he is. Oh, I can't answer a hypothetical. This is not hypothetical, she's pointing out. Good for her. And he slinked away. Is that what slugs do? Do they slink away? They What do they do? They edge, they sink, they, you know, like snails. All right, so let's go. Reporter Zeke Miller of the Associated Press tried to put a question to Cringe about the border because Cobble Kirby was gone. And um, Cobble Kirby said, well, somewhere, well, you know, maybe we could be doing more. But then uh, he mumbled and, and ran away. He should be fired. They should all be fired. Actually, they should be. What is it? You know the guy from the Dukes of Hazard. Remember the TV show, the Dukes of Hazard. Just some good old boys. Uh, the guy, John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazard, apparently not a big fan of Joe Biden. And he's got a couple of thoughts. Newsweek fake magazine, John Schneider calls for Joe Biden to be executed. That's kind of uh, fun. Actor John Schneider has called for the execution of President Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden. These, I mean, again, doesn't, doesn't it sound like 1860 all over again? There it is. Here comes the General Lee. So they'll, they'll condemn him because he was in a TV show 40 years ago that had a Confederate flag on a Dodge Charger. Recently unveiled as the uh, donut on a reality show, The Masked Sniper. The Masked Singer. <laughs> a little dyslexia. Uh, or maybe mine, mine's just going there. Schneider took to X, which Newsweek, Newsweek wants you to know, formerly known as Twitter. You know, how many years is that going to take for you guys to get by? And he said, Mr. President, on an X post, I believe you are guilty of treason and should be publicly hung. And they was right. I think what he means is publicly hanged. I think publicly hanged by the neck until dead. He said, Mr. President, I believe you're guilty of treason and should be publicly hung. Your son, too. Your response, question mark, sincerely, John Schneider. I like the sincerely. That's very nice. He wrote on an X post to uh, President Biden. I think that's great. I have uh, several cringe, cringeworthy cringe cuts on the border they are not on our side. They are not here to help our country. Lock your daughters in. Uh, also, with all the murders in Washington, D.C., there is a uh, another one. They nabbed a guy. Is the guy an illegal alien? D.C. woman murdered in brutal hatchet attack. A brutal hatchet attack in Washington, D.C. on 11th Street Northwest. Her name was... Reina Garcia Lopez, 31 years old, 
hacked to death with a machete. They have arrested the murderer, a 54-year-old Alberto Valle Carranza. But uh, is he an illegal alien? I can assure you the news media will not look into it. Did he come across our open border? The media will not look into it. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Feliz Navidad! I'm not going to sing the whole thing. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Who's that now? Jose Feliciano. Jose Feliciano. Betty, Betty, good. All right, let's get to uh, these dimwits at the White House. Here comes Cringe, uh, Zeke Miller, Associated Press, uh, saying, hey, Cabal Kirby just said Biden could do more. And then uh, she lied so many times, I had to bring this to you. The situation on the border, um, uh, John uh, Kirby a few minutes ago said that uh, the U.S. probably could be doing more uh, uh, to, uh, to deal with the situation there. Uh, what more uh, should the White House be doing, and what more has the president been doing to address the situation we've seen in the last uh, week or two, especially with late search? Cabal Kirby, who lies all the time, said the president probably could be doing more. And then cringe just lies and lies and lies. First of all, December, January, that's when we traditionally have the lowest number, the, the, the least illegal aliens crossing our border. She says this is perfectly typical. That's a lie. And then they pull out this, oh, our whole immigration system is broken for decades. Uh, not under Trump, like 20 minutes before you idiots took office. We're at a time of the year where we're seeing more uh, at the border, and it's not unusual. This is an immigration system that has been broken for decades. Lie. Lie. It is unusual. In fact, we're shattering all records for a single day, for a single week, for a single month. At a time of year where it's supposed to be the slowest, it it reduces to a trickle normally in December and January, but instead we're shattering all records, liar. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.